This is Amplify You, the podcast about you discovering your message and broadcasting it to the world. If you're a coach, author, or speaker, you'll want to tune in. If you're looking for the best return on your time investment to get your message out to the world in a bigger way, we're giving you full access and behind the scenes look of how we're running our podcast, how our clients have found success, and what you can do to launch your podcast today. The world needs your message. I'm Michelle Abraham, the host. Join my family as we unleash your unique genius and find the connections you need to launch your adventure today. Join us and let's get amplified. Hello, family. Welcome to Amplify You. Another amazing podcast episode. I'm bringing you a really special guest. I've been on his summit before. I've been on his podcast before. And I'm so honored that he said yes to coming on our show, Amplify You. I have Mark Gabertri here with us. And uh, I really, really uh, am super excited to bring him on because he's someone that I've looked up to for a lot of advice in the podcasting space and YouTube space. Uh, Mark is a USA Today Wall Street Journal bestselling author with hundreds of thousands of students in 180 countries, which is amazing on its online courses. He hosts three podcasts. There's just so many things going on. He really helps coaches, authors, speakers, and business owners to attract more traffic to their content and boost their revenue. And what's so inspiring about Mark is that when I first met him, he was doing all this while he was still going to college. I was like, what? That is insane. So Mark, welcome to our show. and Thank you for being with us today. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. So let's dive right in, Mark. Let's tell them a little bit about um, your, let's talk about Breakthrough Success, your podcast. That's your main podcast. Is that still the only one? Is that, I just said you have three podcasts, but just want to yeah. see, you still have three podcasts going on. I do. Yes. Amazing. So let's talk about all three mm. of them. So tell us what they are. Sure. So Breakthrough Success is the main one. That's where we dive into how do we achieve our big personal goals? How do we accelerate our businesses? That's the dynamic focus with Breakthrough Success. We currently do five episodes a week on that one. I recently upped it because of different things happening in the world. Uh, the other two shows are Profitable Public Speaking and Ditch the Job. Those two are a little more clear based on the names of you know who they cater to, but podcasting's just been really awesome for me. I've met a lot of awesome people and I just love doing this stuff. Yeah, I love that so much. That's really cool. So, and I, I met you just recently again uh, in person for the first time at the, um, you were an icon of influence at the new media summit. So has that really uh, helped your podcasting as well, being a, an icon of influence? Yeah, I mean, the new media summit, it's a really phenomenal event. I've been there three times and uh, each one I'm just surrounding myself with so many awesome people, reacquainting with people and having a lot of people on the show. So Mark, that was really cool that you got to be an icon of influence at the New Media Summit, which is really neat. So that's really helped get lots of different guests for your show, a wide variety. What are some other things that you've been doing to really like promote your shows? So the different thing I've been doing with my shows is having an increased presence on YouTube because on YouTube, you have a group of people who are ready to binge watch really good content. And this not only helps me with my YouTube channel where I'm creating YouTube focused content, not just copying and pasting the interview, but it's also bringing more traction to my podcast. And I feel like utilizing multiple platforms and being able to slowly become omnipresent instead of rushing into it mm. is vital. So uh, YouTube, I'm seeing a lot of growth there. What I'm doing now is at the top left of my videos. I have my Instagram username to build that up a little bit as well. So 
I feel like once you build on one platform, you want to gradually add on instead of rush into everything. Mm-hmm. And that's going to take your podcast growth to a whole new level. I think that's a really great advice. Can you give us a couple of strategies for like when we have a podcast? I know it's very different on podcasting the um, how to produce a podcast. And then when you put your podcast episode over onto YouTube, there's some things that you need to do differently. Can you just walk us through a couple of those? So the podcast, it's you just take the audio, you put it there, and that's your podcast. For YouTube, you have to have the video element. And if you want to get higher retention rate, you do have to do a little more editing, like add some B-roll. B-roll is if you hear someone talking and they're talking about running and then all of a sudden you see someone running and that's like what pops up on the video, that's called B-roll. So mm-hmm. you want to have like different elements like that. So it's not just people looking at, you know, people talking all the time. If you want to have those pattern interrupts. Podcasting, that's not as big of a deal. I mean, you can add music if you really wanted to, but podcasting people are fine with the banter uh but youtube you do want to have the editing that has those pattern interrupts included Mm, i love that and then for the show notes can you just copy and paste the show notes from your uh, podcast over to the youtube channel for the most part yes but when you have hyperlinks in podcast show notes you actually have to write out those links with http colon slash slash (laughs) and then the website and i know like you know like why do we need HTTP, like we know it's just www. YouTube doesn't know that. And if you don't have the HTTP, it will not register as a clickable link. So uh, I know there's like jokes about that all the time. Like, do you really have to say this part? But for YouTube, it is essential you have that. And also you have three hashtags for each YouTube video and try and see what keywords you want to rank for on YouTube. I see. And so for ranking on YouTube and making your, your video show up more on YouTube, is that more about the title or is that what's in the show notes? What's more important? Uh, for sh- having people see the video and click it, it's all about title and thumbnail because uh-huh. that's all people look at when they decide whether to click. Like the description is, you know, someone's watching the video, they want to learn what it's all about after they've committed to clicking on it and watching a little bit of it. They haven't committed to the whole thing, but the description can kind of fill in gaps and give people an idea of what to expect. So the title and thumbnail are critical for YouTube. That's really great. And so when you were first starting out on your podcast, did you you, uh, right away put your shows on YouTube as well? I wish I did. I wish I was taking YouTube seriously as soon as I was taking podcasting seriously. The YouTube channel is much older, but it's been on and off and consistent. Now I'm doing daily and I'm committed to it again. So uh, we'll see what happens. But I think YouTube is a really great opportunity for podcasters to not just grow on YouTube, but to expand their podcasts also. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I heard I was statistic the other day and I don't know how true this is, but I heard that, um, podcasts like uh, youtube is like actually like in the top three platforms for podcast listening even though it is a video format and that would be the podcast like would would be like having an image and then playing the audio in the background is that what they would be talking about you think uh you can have an image and play the video in the uh you you could have an image play the audio in the background i like Mm -hmm. to do the video element just because it gives you a better retention rate because people on youtube are used to seeing things Mm -hmm. while with podcasting the audio is just fine and 
Uh, it's interesting you bring that up because there are some people who they think the way you find podcasts is through YouTube. You and I know <laughs> that we use the podcast app and uh, you listening to this, uh, I don't know where you're listening to this, but you probably know or maybe know like, you know, you use some type of podcasting app. But there are a lot of people who still think YouTube and, you know, that we're making changes so that people, that misconceptions. But the idea is YouTube is still a really great place to put your podcast content. Yeah, I love that. It's really good. We haven't really talked about YouTube a lot on this show. So that's why I'm asking you so many questions because I find it interesting. So in the, um, in the title of your, uh, po your podcast episodes that are going on YouTube, so now your YouTube videos, are you using the word podcast in the titles or no? It depends on what I want to do with the episode. So if mm -hmm. I bring on a podcasting guest, I'll do podcasts, but mm -hmm. I'd like to use a tool called vidIQ, V-I-D-I-Q, to figure out what keyword should I put in the title. So like a YouTube marketing, uh, that's going to be the type of word I want in the title for a YouTube-focused video. So it's like, do I do, like, let's take social media marketing as an example. Mm -hmm. Do I say, this is how you grow on Instagram? This is how you grow on Twitter. This is how you grow on Facebook. Like which of those platforms do I focus on and work that into the title? And vidIQ will tell me which one of those I focus on. Oh, that's great. Because that's something I always struggle with is like, how do you get the keywords like over on YouTube when there's so many videos on there, right? And I think what was the statistic that there's like 10,000 like videos for every one podcast episode still, <laughs> it's still like really crazy, which I think that's probably why I, I would recommend and I'm sure you do too, doing both, right? Right? Why not? Why not get your show on one more platform? Why not record in video? <clears throat> Did you, would you put the audio uh, version of your show with just the image as well as the video version so that people have two options for the show? Uh, I've done the audio with just the static image, but I've just seen that as something that hurts my retention rate. So when oh. I put the video up, people tend to watch longer. Mm -hmm. uh, when you put the just the image up, there's less you can do with it and it just hurts your overall retention. Interesting. That's good. That's good feedback to know. So are all three of your shows on both a, a YouTube and on uh, podcasting platforms? Uh, we are at the process of working on that. So yeah. breakthrough success is, and right now that's just the basic, uh, you know, with the static image and mm -hmm. the audio in the background, because I'm doing three separate YouTube channels for each podcast. So, uh, like, I don't want to put that responsibility on myself right now, yeah. but there will come a time when I'm eventually working on those channels with the video content too. Yeah, I would imagine that's a lot of work keeping up with three podcasts and three episodes and well, and one that's five days a week and then also putting it on all sorts of various channels. Do you have a system in place for managing all that in the background? So I like to use repurpose.io. It's a very useful tool and I just schedule my day very effectively. I cut out a lot of the fluff. Like I don't watch TV. Mm -hmm. I go on Twitter for five minutes to get my news instead of like an hour on some station or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's really cutting out a lot of stuff that doesn't give you growth from a business standpoint or from a personal standpoint, because mm -hmm. those are two key areas and really choosing what's important. 
Yeah, it's it's uh, you must have some amazing productivity skills because the amount of things that you've accomplished, even so since I've known you in the last few years, it's like incredible. I keep saying like, what, you have another course out? What, you're doing another summit? Oh my gosh, you have another book? Like, holy smokes, like you're just a, a content producing machine is what I want to call you. <laughs> it's quite amazing. So do you have any <laughs> advice for people who want to, you know, want to produce more content and make it useful? Do you have any suggestions or any tip, tips for us? I think it's the difference between being interested and committed. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to like YouTube, because YouTube's a great example. I used to be very inconsistent on that. I'd be like, this is my time to shine. And then I would pull back. And uh, part of that was like, you know, I'd be exploring all these different things. And uh, so I made it a point to myself to hire a YouTube coach and YouTube all of a sudden became very different for me because I put $1,000 down for that YouTube coach and he was great. But you know, when you put $1,000 down on something, there's a lot more incentive to figure it mm. out. So I did three videos per week. Now I'm doing daily videos because now there's no off day in the sense where I'm not creating another video. So the issue with a weekly YouTube schedule for me, I know it's different for each person, mm -hmm. uh, but the issue for me was I would batch them, I would get ahead, and then if you miss one, you kind of feel like you've fallen into a black hole and you can't get out. So mm -hmm. uh, that's where I do something for my content every day. Wow, that's amazing. Baby steps, right? <laughs> baby steps to do yes, something consistently. Baby steps. You don't have to do daily, <laughs> but that's just the idea. Yeah, well, I mean, sure, it's like podcasting where, like, I know I've seen so many of our clients, like, you know, miss a week and they went on vacation or miss two weeks, and you can see their numbers significantly drop in podcasting. Is that the same for YouTube, too? Yes, and even if I don't uh, upload, like, when I was uploading three days a week, you could look at my YouTube stats, and you would know which of those three days I uploaded, because that's when you see the spike, the next day I don't upload, you see the big drop. So mm. that's why I started doing daily videos. Yeah, amazing. And do you uh, notice that it, your conversion into your uh, email subscribers, is there a difference between like coming from podcasts to coming from uh, YouTube videos? I've seen both of them do very well ever since I started to do like the three a week and daily YouTube videos mm -hmm. and focus on the keyword stuff. I've gotten a lot more people who say, I've watched your videos. I really enjoyed them. I just bought a bunch of your books and I really love what you're doing. So I've gotten a lot of conversions, a lot of people buying the different products mm -hmm. that I have to offer. Part of that is on YouTube, I do a better job of putting all that stuff in the descriptions. So that's going to mm -hmm. be something I transition over with the podcast, just working on the show notes. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, so you have so many courses and programs and stuff and books that people can buy. And so are you listing all of them in your um, YouTube descriptions? And then, or are you just picking particular ones that would be relatable to that particular topic? I just pick five books and I don't do the courses because uh, yet, like I could do like a content marketing class and put that in there and try that out. But like the issue of putting down a new Udemy course or a Skillshare course is you don't know what price it's going to be at that moment. And right. Coupon codes aren't unlimited. So there's just a lot of variables with those. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So are all of your courses on Udemy or Skillshare? I do a lot of Udemy and Skillshare. Some are on Teachable, some are on my own site, hmm. but and mostly the 
curious out of all those because I've heard so many different people you know I know now we're talking about online courses so this is great we can talk about all content marketing with Mark it's awesome we go from podcasting to YouTube to online courses so now do you see more traffic from the Udemy and Skillshare ones or do you see more um like it's hard because their own programs on Teachable and things we can price them higher but then there's the Skillshare and Udemy that have like all the traffic already so which do you find works better for you and your business i like a hybrid approach so like doing a teachable doing your own website you make more money per sale do you mean skillshare you kind of sit back and the sales come to you it's definitely not as much revenue per sale I think the thing that people miss out on with Udemy and they'll just look at, oh, like they do $10 coupons all the time. Like the sky is blue. Use the code blue sky for like a discount. So mm -hmm. they go crazy with that. But I mean, it's understandable. It's their platform. But the thing that most people don't think about with Udemy is that's over 100,000 students from my perspective that I can mm -hmm. email. So I launch a new course and I can instantly very reliably get 10,000 new students through a free course promotion into a few Facebook groups. And that's 10,000 people who I can communicate with. That's mm -hmm. 10,000 people. I can say, go check out my podcast or YouTube channel. So I view Udemy as more traffic to my discoverable platforms like podcasting and YouTube, mm -hmm. where you generate the push and then the snowball kicks in mm -hmm. and the teachable and your own website is where you make more money. Right. So it's more like that omnipresence of just appearing to be everywhere um, without driving yourself crazy. And would you put like more like your lower level courses than on Udemy or Skillshare, more like your lead magnets is what you would normally Yeah. It's more do, like right? a lead magnet. I yeah. mean, I'll, I mean, I get value in them, but like course, my yeah. content marketing plaza, which is on my own website, that's where I do my best stuff. Right. That's so cool. And so you also have some online courses for YouTubing as well. I don't Yeah, People have asked, so I'm working yeah. on one. I do have a <laughs> okay. book, YouTube decoded. So yeah. cool. That's the one book I have. YouTube decoded. All right. We'll have to link that to the show notes as well. I think that's awesome. So Mark, so you have three podcasts, you have a whole bunch of stuff on YouTube that's going on online courses, books. If you were just to start out today and be like, okay, what would your content marketing strategy be if you're starting out today a brand new? So the backbone would be podcasting because that's how you like, I don't know content marketing. Let me interview a bunch of content marketers and learn it quickly. So that's like part of podcasting. You build relationships. It's easy to transition from podcast host to summit host because you just interview people and you just put it on a website instead of a podcast. So podcasts would be where I start. And then I would gradually look to expand on platforms while keeping everything connected. So like YouTube videos, like if I do a podcast episode with someone on how to use LinkedIn to get more clients, I come out with a video, three strategies to post like more engaging LinkedIn content. Mm. I reference the podcast episode. People go and check it out. I have the Instagram on the top left of my YouTube videos. People go check me out there on my Instagram. I'm telling people about latest YouTube videos and I have audio snippets of podcasts and that's just how you connect those three. But then you figure out how do I connect Twitter? How do I add Facebook in? You can do like mm -hmm. a Facebook group. So I would start with podcasting as the backbone and gradually build, but like a circular chain where everything's promoting each other rather than like everything is its separate entity. 
Mm, I like that where it's all connected and all together. And then, you know, maybe even actually it's funny you talk about the summit because when I first, um, you know, talking about the podcast and the summit as kind of a backbone, it's interesting when I first started, I didn't have a podcast yet, but what I did is an online summit about the RV space because my family was going to go on an RV trip and I didn't know anything about it. So at the beginning of each summit episode, I recorded 15 minute podcast interview with everyone. So at the end of the summit, I had something that I could sell that was the summit interviews. And then I had 15 uh, minute podcast interview with all 30 of the, of the guests. So it was like a whole season of a podcast and a summit all kind of in one plus then we were able, able to make money. And it's interesting now, timing wise, we're, you know, still in the middle of a, a crazy world crisis thing going on as we're recording this. A lot of people I've seen, like summits were kind of like mm, fizzling out a little bit, but now I see all of a sudden summits are resurging yeah, again. Do you think that's a really uh, valid way of, you know, kind of launching yourself again um, now that more people are at home and watching things? Yeah, definitely. Because you've got like, think about how you get a guest to promote a podcast episode. You say, here's the link to your episode, share it with your tribe. You get more podcast downloads. The difference between that and the summit is here is your link, go share the summit. Now I get email subscribers. And there's a very big difference between an email subscriber and someone who downloads your podcast and virtual summits. They give you more people on your email list. You make more upfront money because you do a lifetime pass. You can do an order bump and upsell and things like that. So there's more upfront revenue potential when it comes to a summit. Uh, but with a podcast, you build that thing out and you're able to keep on getting thousands of downloads per episode. You have sponsors. So podcasting is a tremendous long-term play, but virtual summits are great in the short term and even in the midterm if you have an evergreen in place. Mm, I like that. I think the keyword is evergreen, right? To keep it going, keep referring back to it and keeping people, you know, buying it as a, as a product, which is really great as well. Um, so Mark, for people starting out podcasting and for our audience that's sitting at home thinking they want to have a podcast, uh, any suggestions for them getting up and getting going on a podcast? I do have a free five-day podcast launch mini course, markberry.com slash five-day podcast launch. I bring that up because when I was getting started, my big issues were I didn't know any of the tech and I didn't know how I was going to go and interview people. So not knowing those two things, like you need those things to be a podcaster. So naturally two tries in, it doesn't work out. The only reason I even started Breakthrough Success was because I thought, okay, I've been, I've told myself I'm going to do this twice. I haven't. And I don't like that kind of vibe. So third time I'm like, okay, I've built a pretty good network at this point. I'm going to reach out to five people. If all five of them say no, that's a sign that I'm not a podcaster. So luckily they've said yes. I had people on my show and uh, I had to force myself to learn the stuff quickly. So I broke it down into that free mini course uh, over on my website. Awesome. We'll make sure we link that to the show notes as well for people to go and grab from you. And so Mark, in moving forward into the last part of this year, the last two couple parts of this year, what are some things that are going to be the main focus for you as far as content marketing goes? Uh, definitely YouTube uh, because I, I know I've been saying YouTube a lot, but on a platform like Instagram, and I am growing there as well using YouTube to fuel that, but on a platform like Instagram, like job well done is someone hit the like button, maybe left a comment 
and then moved on. On YouTube, for a 10 minute video, job well done is like, you get someone to watch all 10 of those minutes, you get someone to like and leave a comment, but there's a difference between someone just hitting a button and scrolling through and committing 10 minutes listening to you. Like this podcast episode, I mean, if you've made it this far, Mm -hmm. chances are you're going to listen to more of Michelle's content or you are already a binge listener. So that's the type of effect you create with YouTube and podcasting. Podcasting, I already have a bunch of podcasts, so YouTube, I'm going all in on that. Nice, I love it. So guys, connecting the dots, I think is what I'm really hearing from Mark. Connecting the dots with all the platforms, creating that omnipresence, uh, focusing on one platform, getting it going, then moving to the next. So really knowing the difference between how you market on Facebook versus Instagram, YouTube versus podcasting, same content, but marketing different ways, attracting different people. And remembering, I think that people's time and attention is our best commodity. And so producing really good content for them to stick around and listen this long, like you said, thank you for listening so long. And, (laughs) you know, that's one of the things that you want to make sure when you're producing content yourself. So Mark, thank you so, so much for being with us today. Any last comments, any words of advice for us before we let you go today? This was a really awesome time. I would say keep going out there and create content and think long-term. You may be really excited to start a YouTube channel. Maybe you've heard about some creator blow up and like go viral or something in like a few weeks. But the way that a lot of people become successful on YouTube is like two years or one year, several months of them putting out videos consistently. And then one of them just randomly spikes out of nowhere. And then that's how they suddenly start to build momentum. So if you want to get into podcasting, into YouTube, anything like that, have like a six month time frame at least where you're going to strongly commit regardless of what the results tell you. Yeah, I love that. So long-term, same podcast, long-term game, not looking for that short, short instant, instant gratification. It's long-term, long-term game. Know that. And then that way it prepares yourself for this is a long-term game. I'm going to have to commit to this. I'm going to have to put out content consistently. I will see a return on it, but just, it takes a little bit longer. So I think that's great. Keeping those expectations realistic when we go into starting to create something. And for you guys looking to do YouTube, make sure you check out Mark's book, all the YouTube secrets uncovered. Is it YouTube secrets uncovered? Tell us what it is again. YouTube decoded. Decoded. Yes. YouTube decoded. And uh, we'll link to his podcasting uh, five day mini course as well. Make sure you check out breakthrough to success and um, your other two podcasts. You want to say what those ones are too? We can send people there. Profitable well. public speaking, ditch the job. Awesome. Ditch the job, profitable public speaking. Public I love speaking. it. Public speaking. <laughs> Thank you, Mark. Thank you so much for being with us today. Make sure you guys go check out Mark online, follow him, and you'll be amazed at how fast he pumps out content. It's incredible. <laughs> so Mark, thank you for being with us right. today. My pleasure. Thank you, family, for joining us on this adventure. If you're ready to be heard, head over to mypodcastcoach.com where you'll find out all the tools and tips you'll need to launch your podcast today. If you have a show already and you need some help managing it, please head over to managemypodcast.com and the Amplify You team would be happy to help you manage your podcast. Please also head over to iTunes, like, subscribe, or review our show so we can spread this message. And until next time, be your own unique genius.